This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Our next guest spoke to the board of the SEC about developing a regulation battle plan for cryptocurrencies. Nice to welcome to Bloomberg Business Week, Pat Lavecchia, CEO at Oasis Pro Markets. It's a FINRA and SEC approved digital asset broker dealer. He's also managing partner of Lavecchia Group, a privately held merchant bank. And Pat spent some 30 years on Wall Street working in investment banking and capital market senior positions. And he joins us on the phone from Darien, Connecticut. Pat, nice to have you here on Bloomberg. Thank you, Carol. It's a, it's a real pleasure. And if I may say, I've been a big fan of yours for Aww, years. Well, thank you. I <laughs> listen to your program. Um, it, it's always on in the background when I'm on a call. I just think you're the best interviewer at Bloomberg. So this is a real treat for me. Well, you're very kind. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to be easy on you. I'm just going to tell you. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm kidding. Thank you. You really started off my week really nicely. Um, Take us back to the SEC. You were there, if I got it right, I think a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Tell me about that exchange and what they were trying to figure out, because I am curious about what they are thinking in terms of regulations when it comes to cryptocurrencies. Great, yeah. Um, Just in regards to the SEC, you know, we're in discussions with our regulators all the time. Right. Um, But um, this is really, you know, we've been spending time over the last several weeks with... um, uh, the innovation groups at the regulators and coming up with ideas, uh, sharing ideas, getting their feedback, etc. Uh, this whole blockchain uh, area, what we focus on is digital securities, and mm-hmm. I can talk a bit about that later, is, a, is completely new. I'd like to say that, um, well, actually, I don't like it, but it's reality. We're a bicycle with training wheels with Ferrari brakes, which are the <laughs> regulators. You know, it's and, a great uh, way of explaining it, actually. That, that's where we are today. Eventually, the Ferrari, the bicycle will become a Ferrari, but, you know, that's, that's several years away. And um, so we have a lot of ideas, and the regulators know this tsunami is coming. Um, you know, they're very focused on cryptos right now and DeFi or decentralized finance, we, we're taking it a step further and focused on uh, digital securities, and we view ourselves as the bridge between traditional finance and DeFi. That's, that's a direction. That's our mission statement. That's where we're heading. But they know this is coming. Uh, you know, we call it a, a tsunami right. of, um, of opportunities, and uh, it's a tidal wave uh, regarding what's happening in the crypto space. And they're trying to stay ahead of it. A lot of smart people there uh, trying their best. You know, they're the guardians of our financial system at right. the SEC and FINRA, and they want to make sure that they get it right. So talk to me a little bit more about digital securities, exactly what they are, what it, what it presents uh, in terms of opportunities for investors. Di- unpack it a little bit more for me, if you would, Pat. Sure. Um, digital securities are very similar to traditional securities. So what we were approved for were equities, uh, broadly defined and fixed income for corporates, both public, uh, non-national market securities, as well as privates. And by privates, I mean all exempt securities, mm-hmm. so Reg D, Reg S, 144s, etc. And they re- represent a proof of ownership of some type on the balance sheet and are an underlying asset of a company. But unlike traditional securities, they can be programmed through smart contracts to comply with regulatory requirements and standards as well. And they can be purchased and traded just like any other security, but it involves the blockchain. So it's very bespoke. It can be very tailored. Um, but all the back office, um, 
so I'll give you an example with GameStop and the halting of trading mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So one of the the issues that have come up is it's trade plus two days, right? And it, you know, in the 1960s, it was, you know, it was transaction day plus five days. Right. Uh, and then in 1973, and then all, let's jump all the way to 1994, it became trade plus three days. Right, right. Then it took another 24 years for it to get to trade plus two days. And while the UI has, has improved, like on any trading app you might have, E-Trade, Charles Schwab, Robinhood, the, the back end is, is, uh, has been improved over the years, but it's still based on the infrastructure from the 1970s. Now, what blockchain does with digital securities, it, it, it really, it's not a revolution, but an evolution right. of the trading system. So it's just taking it. It's just taking it to the technology level. Well, well, taking zero days. So I feel like Pat, in our uh, talking to you, and also just some of the research I did coming into this, I know enough. <laughs> I know enough to be dangerous. So in terms of digital securities, I mean, you you basically you know you own an underlying asset, right? What are the advantages? Is it the liquidity aspects? Is it the security aspects? Is it that you can have fractional ownership of something that you might not have been able to own otherwise? Yeah, absolutely. All the above. Um, There's also uh, the advantages. We were approved for digital cash payments for digital securities. So if you own uh, stable coins, for instance, or... um, you know, eventually CBDCs, and I, I heard the uh, comment earlier uh, you had mentioned about Yellen. Mm-hmm. She actually, while she is not a fan of Bitcoin, she actually came out today and also said that the central bank should be looking at sovereign debt currencies issued on the blockchain. So um, she's not a big fan of Bitcoin, but right. she, in a sense, was endorsing C- CBDCs to a certain extent. So all those advantages you just mentioned. So if you have stable coins right now, and by that, that's like uh, DAI or USDC or mm-hmm. Paxos, you can utilize that to purchase digital securities. And um, another benefit of the digital securities is, and this is unlike crypto, you've heard stories that someone had, uh, you know, had $50 in Bitcoin. It's now worth $100 million and they can't find their wallet. Right. right? So it's permanently lost. With digital securities... While the blockchain is is immutable, um, the uh, the regulators have determined that the authoritative ledger is either the issuer or the transfer agent. Right. So, if you own digital securities and you lost your 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 wallet somehow, or whatever you know, whatever uh, custodian was holding it, it got stolen or there was fraud. The beauty of digital securities is it could actually be burned that mm-hmm. digital security that was stolen mm-hmm. and reissued to you. So some of the disadvantages of, uh, let's say, cryptos and DeFi are not applicable to the uh, uh, digital se- regulated digital security space. So, Pat, where do you see it all going? I mean, you're someone who has spent a lot of time on Wall Street in different capacities, and you see, I, I, I mean, an aside, I feel like the conversation over Bitcoin, blockchain, digital currencies has definitely evolved from a couple of years ago. So where do you see this all going? Do we ultimately, does digital securities take over from, I mean, I feel like we're doing it already, right, on some level. Like, where does this all go in terms of how we trade today, how we invest today? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not if, but when. Yeah. And uh, that could be three years away, that could be five, it could be a decade, but it's coming. And, uh, you know, the light was shined on me by one of my 
partners, uh, Joe Quintilian, who convinced me to get involved in this about mm-hmm. three years ago. And uh, I blame him. No, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, but got involved in all this right. and uh, Greg DePrisco as well. But it's coming and we're already there. So it's really the back end that's getting changed, not the UI, the front end. Right. If you think about it, and it, it, it will, we will get there. I mean, three years ago, DeFi, uh, decentralized finance, mm-hmm. where a lot of the Ethereum um, uh, projects trade, were less than a billion. In fact, it was like $400 million in if you if you want to determine value, let's call it market cap. Today, less than three years later, it's over $40 billion. Wow. Bitcoin just surpassed a trillion. I think it's at nine hundred billion right now, or something along those lines. Right. But um, I mean, who would have guessed? I, I opened. You know, I tell people this story. I, I really got involved about three years ago, but I actually opened a Coinbase account in two thousand fourteen. And the only reason I know is because in two thousand nineteen, I tried to open a Coinbase <laughs> account, and they told me I already had one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, well. You know, now that I, because where do you, you know, when it comes to Bitcoin, I think we're watching these levels, trying to understand it. You know, as I said, I know enough just to be dangerous. When I look at Bitcoin, it's a supply and demand issue on some level. And I do wonder how much of that is at play. I mean, how do you see it? Is it commodity? Is it currency? Is it collectible? What is it? Great uh, great question. Um and my answer would have been th- different three years ago. But uh, yeah. let me just say this. Uh, you know, this is a disclaimer. What I say today are my personal views. Mm-hmm. It does not constitute a recommendation or endorsement of any particular security or strategy. Now that's out of the way. Fair enough. In regards to... <laughs> Got it. In, regard, <laughs> in regards to Bitcoin, um, you know, I, I, I do view it as a commodity. Yeah. Uh, similar to, it's an inflation hedge of sorts. Uh, but, um, you know, three years ago, it was more of a, you know, just a play, like uh, gambling in a way. I right. mean, not for the believers. It was this democratization, et cetera, away from central banks. I think what's driving a lot of the uh, interest to date is beyond uh, Elon Musk and, and others making positive comments. You look at the big dogs, what I call the big dogs. You look at BNY Mellon, now custodian. Mm-hmm. You look at BlackRock, that's announced that two of their futures funds are buying uh, Bitcoin. You look at uh, the OCC, uh, federally, federally, nationally chartered banks now can custody um, stable coins. That, that's all happened in the last like three months. Which is unbelievable, um, like if you get your head around that, right? Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Morgan Stanley's come out as well, and MasterCard has come out right. backing. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, so it, to your earlier question, it's not if but when. All right, just a uh, yeah, uh, just amazing, amazing. Um, one last question, real quickly: What kind of activity are you seeing on your platform in terms of growth? Well, well, we launch in Q two, so we're okay. launching in in let's call it uh, May or June of this year. Okay. Um, I, I wish we had launched by now, but our tech guys uh, keep telling me um, that's unrealistic. But we're going to get we're going to be launching then. Our UI is going to be very similar. We hope to what. Uh, like a Robinhood and others have at okay. this point in time. We're seeing a tremendous amount of interest from issuers, mm-hmm. both fixed income and equities. Uh, they view the blo- this, this, uh, our ATS as an opportunity to actually access new investors who, are in the, uh, who hold uh, cryptos or right. stable coins. Okay. They're very excited about that, and uh, institutions as well, because on the fixed income side or, or dividend-paying side, 
Uh, we estimate the cost savings on the back end right. are anywhere between 20 basis points to 50 basis points per issuance, which that's, is tremendous. I was going to say, that's real money. Hey, listen, once you guys launch and everything, uh, come back and update us. I'd love to hear more. Um, Got to run. Pat, have a great evening and, and so great to have you on. Pat Lavecchia, Chief Executive Officer at Oasis Pro Markets, joining us on the phone from Darien, Connecticut. Really interesting in terms of digital securities and the platform that they are building.